0: Welcome to Scratching the Surface. I'm Jared Fuller, and this is a podcast about questioning the brief. Eddie Opara is on the show today. Eddie, of course, is a Pentagram partner. He joined as a partner in 2010, where he's worked on projects ranging from design to technology to strategy for both cultural and corporate clients. Before Pentagram, he ran his own studio, The Map Office, and was a designer at Imaginary Forces and at 2x4. This conversation with Eddie was really interesting to me. We talk about Eddie's very early desire to push up against and question and subvert the briefs and assignments and projects that he was given in school and how this thinking and this kind of desire to push beyond what was asked has shaped his entire career. We also talk about what he learned from Michael Rock in his time at 2x4, who was his teacher and and then later his boss, and what it was like to join Pentagram and the challenges that come with that and kind of figuring out what kind of work he wants to do there. This was a surprisingly profound and personal conversation, I think. I really appreciated his honesty and found this deep questioning that Eddie does of his work both inspiring and encouraging. I found myself thinking about it long after it was over and I hope that that you like it too. Remember that if you're a fan of the podcast and you wanna help support it, you can become a member for just $5 a month or $50 a year. Members get an exclusive monthly newsletter that features behind the scenes content, links and articles from former guests about design and writing and criticism, as well as previews of, of upcoming episodes. Scratching the Surface is fully supported through these memberships. So if you'd like to help with the ongoing production of the podcast, I hope that you consider joining. Thank you for listening and enjoy this conversation with Eddie Opara. thinking about you, thinking about your work. I was reading a bunch of interviews that you had done, watching talks, and you said something a couple times that I thought was interesting that I kind of want to start with where you talked about when you're in school that your professors were kind of confused by you or confused by your work. Um, You've told the story multiple times of Michael Rock calling you enigmatic, and I kind of want to start and talk about that a little bit. What do you know, like what was it about your work or about you or your approach that was so confusing to people?
1: In, in all honesty, um, I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, I think it was um, about the aspect of the brief that I would never, or the the, the actual scope,
0: mm-hmm. of
1: the work that um, one was sort of introduced to by that uh, lecturer, that I would never um, adhere to mm. the full extent, or even any of the extent of that particular yeah stuff. and uh, or I would look at it as an antith- uh, you know in a sort of um, create an antithesis of that
0: okay.
1: and so on a few occasions um, and, um, I, you know, the lecturers would just they would question me and then yeah. just say this is in a sense not." they didn't even say that this has got nothing to do with the scope they would say this is different yeah, loof and, um, you know, aloof. and
0: um, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I don't mean to like psychoanalyze <laughs> this or or get you to kind of do too much introspection, but do you have a sense of where that came from or why you were even trying to do that? I
1: often, I often think that it came from the aspect of um, reading a scope and then just having this idea and just. But the idea is a total misinterpretation of the scope itself.
0: So you don't even know if it was like you purposely trying to do something else or it's just you read it and you thought it was yeah. this
1: other <laughs> No, literally. Okay. Um, I mean, there's also um, certain times. I mean, this is, we not connected to, to Michael um, at all, where when I was at Yale, um, I think it was my first year, I was, you know, we were asked to uh, take some, I think, um, some text from, a, you know, famous, um, uh, any, any sort of famous copy, you uh, know, body of, of, of work and represent represented in a sort of a, a oh. codex form. Right. Uh, and I think that's sort of the fundamentals of the project. <laughs> there was, there's more to it. And what I recall is that I, I, I was going through a transition um, uh, I would say, uh, or say, an evolution uh, into um, uh, um, what we now call UI UX. Okay. Yeah. Um, design work, um, basically interactive work, and I was having a lot of fun there. And I like the idea of the, you know, um, the non-hierarchical a- aspect of mm-hmm. it. And so I, I sort of uh, exploded the idea of the book, didn't? Uh, it was still physical. Yeah. And I, I had found, I just, um, I found all these sort of um, back back in the 90s, uh, all these sort of um, sort of semi-opaque um, film um, um, capsules. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I had sort of printed out, designed um, uh, the bodies of the the text, the excerpts, of the text, rolled them in, put them into the actual uh, uh, capsules. And the capsules were at least uh, the, the same, pretty much the same length of this, okay. about 20 feet long. Okay. <laughs> and I designed this sort of, um, this balsa wood missile that they would actually be put into. And, and then um, where um, we, you know, graph Graphic design resided, uh, which was a two-on-two two York, at the time, they had this beautiful um, spiral staircase that went all the oh, way okay. up. You can sort of see from top to bottom. And I uh, had my um, review in the, <laughs> in the staircase. And so yeah, what yeah. people would do at certain parts of the staircase would actually pull out a piece of the the capsule. And,
0: oh, oh and interesting.
1: certain uh, um, um, parts of the capsule would drop down, and then yeah. you pull out another one, and then you read it. And there was this, uh, this really great discussion. And this is uh, something... Um, that was interesting. I think there were certain um, critics there, that uh, reviewers there that were just mystified by this approach. Um, some others were like very intrigued and um, they started having an argument. Or a, you know, mm-hmm. a constructive. Between each
0: other. A you know, very constructive yeah. conversation, but yeah. it was like
1: quite raucous and I was like loving it. I, I love, and I felt like this, I loved an argument. And, um, mm-hmm. how critics can actually be like ones against and ones for, yeah. uh, and I love that more than anything in the world. I, I loved it more than uh, a whole bunch of critics actually saying, this is fantastic. Right. Right. I just love that, um, uh, there's two forces come together and, um, and, and so with, because one side is saying, this is total crap. Yeah. Uh, and. This is not a book. This is not codex. This is not this. This right. is not, this is puzzling. Right. And, and on the other side, it's like this is puzzling, but it's fascinating and intriguing. And and so, like, just putting those two things, two things together is, you know, I, I felt as though that was very interesting.
0: Yeah, and you know, it's interesting. And and we're probably going to jump around your career a little bit and not follow your career linearly in, in this conversation. But you know, talking about. Michael Rock calling you enigmatic, and then he later would hire you, <laughs> and you know just just you know to, to kind of set up the question that I'm g- going to ask you is I, I think Michael Rock is a designer who has probably influenced how I think about design and the type of design I want to practice, sure. probably more than anybody else, if I'm honest.
1: Well, he has. I mean, Michael Michael is, is well is is well versed. Um, he's uh, incredibly articulate. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Has, um, Ideals and, and objectives. Yeah. Um, I think at the time I was sort of like a novice. Okay. Okay. Think about it, and um, I think you know now recalling um, the reason why I couldn't enigmatic was that I had also created a book that you had to sort of tear open. Oh. And yeah. The idea of I yeah. wanted to see the frustration. Right. Right. And right. The method of, of uh, so then again the sense of interaction. Yeah. And he's like, well, why, what you know, why the F did you, yeah, yeah. well, he didn't really say that, but he's like, this is really, you know, very really animatic personality, and as he's going through the work, and I'm like, this is
0: good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's starting. that yeah. started to answer the question that I was going to ask you, is because I feel like his approach is similar to what you're talking about, especially in kind of taking a brief and really trying to figure out, well, what is this actually going to be? And I think especially kind of... Early two by four work was really pushing the kind of conceptual yeah. uh, boundaries of what their projects were, and, and I was kind of curious what you still does. Yeah,
1: I think you know I, I was at uh, lunch with him a month about a month ago, less than a month ago, and um, you know again, it's it's, it's amazing he, like he's he's always questioning the aspects of what graphic design is. And,
0: yeah, um, yeah,
1: and and, um, and thus the idea of the boundaries of that and. Um, and he's he's also saying is 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 what two by four is doing or what he's doing map design anymore potentially not right. um, and I, I find that really interesting yeah
0: um, yeah well what did you what did you learn about your time there because I think I think you're exactly right and I think the way he thinks about it is right but there also is a very clear. Um, Commercial angle to it, and I think that balance is so fascinating, and the, the sometimes tension there. And I think you're somebody that's kind of doing that too, especially talking about that early work and work you're doing now. There's a clear thread there, and there's a clear kind of tension there. What did you learn about, kind of, you know, talking about being a novice maybe when when
1: well, you're in I, school? How has that evolved for you? I, I think um, you know. Um, I, I mean, at, at the end, you know, Michael hired me after after my time in Boston for four years, and then uh, I was in Imagining Forces for about a year. Yeah, yeah. And and I I asked him, you know, about and he, he you know, I, I I thought I'd known that he wanted to hire me some years back, oh. but you know, um, um, I think I I, I recall that the time was like a fucking waste of talent. Um, (laughs) um, Maybe Michael thinks slightly differently and that was with my friend George Pesco. And um, um, I uh, I basically was at my sort of wit's end. I was very sort of um, I didn't know where to go next and uh, and, uh, he gave me that sort of passage um, and and Susan and George gave me that passage Mm -hmm. to do that. But the thing about 2x4 back then um, is that uh, and it's probably the same now, hopefully it is, um, is that it's very collegiate in its sort of Oh, approach. interesting. And um, when you're there, it, it did feel like you were still not being schooled, but you were still within a uh, sort of an educational,
0: right. um, um,
1: appreciative, um, critical and critical thinking yeah, yeah, um, yeah. atmosphere. And that was really nice, you know. There was that was a comfort zone like that. right? And uh, it's really enriched where you see a, a principle or principles, um, not just um, look at and to answer your question in regards to the aspects of graphic design, it's it is a commercial based, um, yeah, yeah. entity, a profession, right? That, yeah, you got to make money, <laughs> right, right? So, but they you know, they, they want to make money in a specific way, um. And um, I really love that fact. I think one of the things about two x four is that they have um, probably one of the best uh, portfolios and yeah. client lists yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the world. It, yeah. it just um, it just keeps coming, um, and they have this um, you know great um, expansive. Um, Idea of what design can actually be, and you I mean their fo- main focus was we're going to deal with art and architecture, but they've they've stretched yeah. that, yeah. and yeah. I, I find that to be and art and architecture is quite wide.
0: Yeah, uh, I find that to be
1: um, you know uh, impressive.
0: Yeah, and they've done it better than anyone. Yeah, well, you know, and I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't want this whole conversation to be you talking about about two by my, four. <laughs> my, um, um, but what I think is interesting about what you just said is you joined Pentagram in 2010, and I I remember when that was announced. I was a it was I was in my last year of college. Oh, okay. And I remember finding it interesting. I was somewhat aware of your work, but I thought you know this is kind of weird. This is he's a different type of <laughs> Pentagram partner, especially yeah. what kind of the way Pentagram was thought yeah, of. Right. 10 years ago now. And I don't think it's as weird now. And I don't think it's that you've been uh, molded into whatever a pentagram partner is, but I think it's that, like what you were saying, these ideas of what design is yeah. have changed. And so now the kind of work that you were doing seems very normal. Can you talk a little bit about yeah. that kind of trajectory and transition over yeah, these last so 10 I- years? Yeah. So,
1: um, you know, I, I, I was, you know, ran, um, the map office, it's mm-hmm. all that. And in all honesty, um, you know, to make, to make ends meet, um, and I never really showed this at all to anybody. I would do a lot, a lot of luxury real estate work. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and trust me, every, everybody has those items in the closet, right? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and, um, um, uh, you know, our, 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 approach was sort of very mixed media orientated. <laughs> um, we had built our own content management systems, um, we had built our own, um, which also worked like a task management system as right. well. Oh, interesting. Um, we, we had, um, sort of developed, um, sort of different ideals of, of what, um, Educational uh, institutions should look yeah. like. That's what we uh, you were know, dealing with UCLA architecture and things like that. And we had worked with the museum. That was actually a gift from. That's the last time <laughs> i talked about <laughs> um, And uh, and 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 also I wanted to sort of impress on this idea of of, um, of a community, of family of sorts, mm,
0: mm-hmm, and, and, and
1: that office. There was a longevity of, of designers. Gone through there. That's still very good friends today, and some of them are still with me. Right. So, right. Um, and so, um, you know, moving over to Handygram, um the model is very different. Right. Um, and uh, and it, it's things that go a lot faster. There's larger project work that you're that you wanted, that I wanted. It's yeah. 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 Itself. Uh, and I think it's actually been better, where I've actually expanded my ideals of of um, the type of work that I've been mm-hmm. sort of uh, doing, um, because, you know, I had not done sort of um, very uh, large corporation work mm-hmm. at all. Um, I continued my cultural work. Um, started dealing with a lot of startups and, and, and a lot of designers could sort of like, I can relate to that, I can relate yeah. to that. Um, but I also, also worked on, um, you know, um, with MIT, MIT uh, architecture, with robots making cocktails. Right, right, right. Um, building out um, large screen systems that, 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 you could, that are on par from Blade Runner that you can actually walk through, oh. um, you know, and um, um, building out these sort of map systems that are sort of, you could say they're personal work, but they're actually not. They're sort of cartograms that are actually introduced into pretty much nearly any project that I'm dealing with. So the idea of language, right? Um, I, I, so I started maturing, and my language and visual reach uh, has gotten better. And um, right. I think there's also this aspect of dexterity, mm-hmm. um, um, that I'm really interested in. I think that, and maybe other designers do not think this, but I think that um, uh, the one, if you want to start talking about the overarching aspects of, of graphic design, you need to do pretty much all of it.
0: Right, right.
1: And I, I, so if you want to be critical, you need to, you need to have that expanse.
0: Yeah, yeah. And more. Yeah. I mean and it's interesting, when you when you were hired at Pentagram, I remember a lot of the kind of story around it is that you were the interactive <laughs> partner, which, you know, in retrospect again feels very it's reductive. Not, not correct. Yeah.
1: And and I think that was you know, you know, in all honesty, um, something that was in my head. Mm. and maybe in others, and I needed to get that out. And right. so it Back got, to
0: that enigmatic yeah, pushing the brief thing. Pretty
1: much. And and um, I had a I, – I would talk to my partners um, a lot about this, and I, I think it came to a head uh, about uh, five years, five, six years. And, oh, and, interesting. Actually, four years ago. Okay. Right? It took me that long. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, to basically say, no. You know, no, I'm not, this is not what I want to do. Right. Um, um, this is, I've started looking at, um, you could say interactivity in an entirely different light. Um, there was constant websites. hmm Um, they're bloody boring. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. um. There's very rare that you get a website that just intrigues you. Well, apart from the content itself, yeah. right? The, from the design standpoint, it is so structured. It is um, um, just dealing with the rudimentary things. You would think it's fine. You have got great coders, and then, right? Oh, it, it doesn't work on that platform. <laughs> and you're just like, I, I really, right. I really hate this. This is not yeah. design. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is this is um, this is something. Monstrous, yeah, yeah, and and uh, and it, it takes a, it sucks your creative juices,
0: yeah, 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 constantly. I've definitely been there. I know exactly what you're talking um,
1: about. When was the last time you've been to a well-known, uh, dis, uh, you know, visual communications um, uh, conference or talk that dealt with uh, on the main stage? It t- deals with like interactive stuff. Uh, As in web, as in web, there is absolutely none. Yeah, Um, and um, that's god awful. So I I think you know. I said to myself, "No, this is not (laughs) going to happen." Um, I I sort of reduced my team, uh, took out the developers, Mm -hmm. and um, I now am sort of rebuilding that. Oh, interesting. we were building it for a few years to see where we're going with it. Yeah. And at the same time, um, I had this um, this idea that was based on um, uh, a job that I I did um, that my team really liked and the client really liked, and I, I felt there was something missing mm. um, from it. I said I, I really got to start doing my own work again. Uh, and I sat down and I, I uh, designed this clock, um, okay. which is um, a lot of people would say, say just a clock. I said no, this, this is not no, you could say ordinary clock. It's just a beam of light in in a circle. Um, okay. Uh, actually, three beams of light in a circle. The seconds um, moving the time that the second okay. Okay. Moves okay. In, the revolution. And then the long hand and shorthand are different lengths. And oh, I all see. the same yeah. beam of light. Yeah. And so you're like, huh? Interesting. So um, another puzzling thing. Right. Um, but when I when we built it, and this is just at the tail end of the uh, my developers sort of leaving, we were like, whoa, this is different. Um, we should go in this direction yeah. to do um, work. And I, I started thinking about it when we actually. Built the whole thing. It's like we're not industrial designers, are we? But we did this. We're graphic designers. Why is this so interesting to us? And um, I'm not saying that graphic designers should be industrial designers. But I think that that um, we should start to stretch our our limits more. Yeah. And I think that's what Michael has done. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say um, uh, you know and I think other designers are doing other graphic designers are doing that. Yeah. Um, we we it's not that we can't sit still. We should integrate ourselves into so many uh, different mm-hmm. um, um, design professions. Yeah. Uh, and I, I find that to be uh, impressive. And then we can start to talk about them more. We can right. start to be more critical about right. them or praise right. them. Right. Um and Thus, it allows graphic design to, to elevate itself onto another level yeah. that others have not really sort of seen. Yeah. We're a very quiet crew of yeah, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and what I don't like is when um, we troll each other. Yeah. come up with crude names for for the work that um, you know your fellow designers has done. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> to um, yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't help. It doesn't push our profession forward. It only puts it mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. In, the, in the dirt. Yeah. And I, I fi- fundamentally think that we are missing um, a lot of critical writing um, uh, that we all need to ingest become better yeah what we do thus we can relay the, that to our client yeah.
0: you said two things that i think are really interesting that come up on the podcast a lot one is this idea of kind of the boundaries between these different forms of design falling away and then the second one is how do we talk about this stuff yeah. especially when it's getting more complex more confusing everything's starting to kind of interact with each other anyway and i think you're right there's there's half of design discourse or there's a group of design discourse that is trolling that is just uh Tweets and you know yeah. this kind of fast Trumpian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. <laughs> exactly. And then there's this other side that is in my opinion, kind of masquerading as criticism, but is really just kind of like glorified PR Mm -hmm. in a sense. It's just, you know, here's some images of some work and here's a little quote from the designer. And I get the sense from you and from this conversation that you think really deeply about your work and about the profession. Um, I like to think that I do too. That's the type of writing and discourse I want to see. Can you talk more about what type of... uh, Discussions you want to have as you're talking about this and saying what you want to see more of? Yeah. What, what does that look like to well, you? Well,
1: I think I sort of indicated just a little bit of that um, where we need to talk more about our, our own language, mm-hmm.
0: our, our,
1: our descriptive vernacular. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been giving talks of late about, um, you know, when I retire or before I die, I want to look back. <laughs> On my life and see that I've not just achieved certain things but I can explain what I've achieved to myself oh interesting and to others right so if I have a you know uh, a very curious young um, person that comes over to me and says you know uh, can you talk about not just your life but just design and what it meant Mm -hmm. through the ages and um, distinction um in a distinctive way um y- one has to start to think i wasn't just a a, a graphic designer just wanting to make money or or right, let's put right, it this right. way um in a better light i wasn't just seen as a commercial right 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 I, I know what you mean um yeah, yeah. and there's value to what i've done and also there's. Um, Branches that can interconnect, and now you can see that type of work occurring mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in another designer, well, he or she. And I, I think that's, and also the idea that it's, it may have changed people's minds about how yeah, to do yeah, some yeah. things. And uh, it all it comes down to how your work is functions how it's communicated, and uh, but especially the overarching composition
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. pieces of the vernacular language that you're yeah, trying yeah. To, to relay. And I would then say to the crowd, who's started thinking about the, type, the, the, the types of values and um, properties and qualities that are actually in your work? Mm-hmm. Have you ever started writing those down? Right. And I think that people should actually do that yeah. um, first before they actually start writing a crit- critical piece. Oh, so if you start to know right. yourself in, in, a, in a particular light,
0: they should write yes. down their own values and their, yes, own, their own before they write, I see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: And what they've sort of, not so much, you know, um, it shouldn't be written in a way like, uh, a, you know, a standard branding POV, <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> right. yeah. um, no, it, it really shouldn't. So I, I, start to look at it as a, as a, as a spectrum, as a, like, yeah, yeah. you could say a frequency, right. or sorts and then, like, what's what's within that frequency, what's fluctuating, um, uh, what's sort of ever ever changing, and um, um, uh, what sort of indicates um, uh, uh, you know the, the, what are the, the specific touch points within that uh, within that frequency that really um, allows me to create the language that I do? Then mm-hmm, I can relay mm-hmm. that language yeah. to my team or to my students um, right. in the way so it. It leads up, and I f- find that to be a major knitting link. I also look at myself as a tinkerer. I tinker a lot. Oh, interesting! Um, in different areas, and so, and I think that's the sort of puzzling thing that I'm trying to unravel. Yeah. It may take me a longer time to unravel um, my own self than somebody else, but you know, everybody um, um, should try to do it. I think it's very important.
0: I want to know more about how, what you're talking about, how that, I have two questions around that. How is that affecting the work that you're doing? And then also, how are you actually doing that type of reflection? Is this actually your writing? This is, Yeah. I assume it's part of the kind of talk is that, is some it, of you doing really, that? How does this all? Yeah,
1: I haven't, I haven't, you know, the only writing I've done is um, when somebody forces me to write something and i was forced <laughs> to write a book. On color. Oh, right, um, right. Well, I shouldn't say forced. Yeah. Um, I think it was really more about, do you want to write a book? And I'm like, I, uh, I don't <laughs> know. Uh, should I? Sure.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: You'll be good at it. I'm like, okay. And I did. And uh, it was about color. It's really basic princip- right, uh, right, best right, practices yeah, yeah, yeah. kind yeah. of thing. So it really doesn't re- um, relay my type of writing. I have written certain short essay types of things before. Um people seem to like, but very rare. I think it's really definitely coming from these um, uh, these lectures that I'm, I'm doing. and I, you know, I assume to myself that you know one day I will put all this together right. and it will all make sense and bloody better. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah but yeah um, you know in the you know, in the long run, um just like um any type of business one wants to one wants to look at yourself every five years you know what's your five-year plan
0: yeah
1: and um I'm coming to that point of the next right right and so um my you know last year was a very good year for me um say even this year is has been a very good year and I've been taking on more um, high-end brand branding <clears> work um, uh, as possible, but I'm like, but am I making any difference? Is my is my language within their language? Right, right. And I think that's very questionable. And I uh, I brought this question up in sort of like in a very distasteful way with my team. <laughs> <laughs> that have got they you know that they got slightly upset about. I won't go into the okay the details. Um, but I'm questioning: Are, are we making any yeah, yeah. difference um, uh, to us? I'm definitely making a difference for that right, for right client. But there's nothing new. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that I you know I, I think that we're we're moving ahead, we're evolving. And so we are trying to now, I believe we're trying to now in, in, inject that yeah. into the work that we're trying to
0: do and achieve. How,
1: how
0: do you, uh, I don't mean for this question to sound so kind of productive and businessy, but yeah. how do you measure that? difference. And the re- I'm asking this purely selfishly as somebody who has these types of conversations with designers all the time, absolutely. thinking very deeply about my work. And then I'm also like, is this really having, is this looping back to the design work itself yeah, at all?
1: Think, absolutely. I, I think, you know, one project, which I can't talk talk to you about, um, but with, you know, I'm excited to do it and the team's excited to do it. Uh, some of them are, um, are on that job. Um, we... We're trying to invest things like machine learning mm-hmm. processes mm-hmm. in regards to uh, the output of the designs. Now, this, this work is actually not in the American market. Okay. It's not in the European market, it's not in the Asian market. So, go figure. You've got, okay. you've <laughs> okay. got another okay. two continents <laughs> to think about, or three. Um, so, um, we're quite intrigued about how what the outcome is going to be because we want to use machine learning processes to develop, mm-hmm. um, to further develop them. And um, their, their, you could say their message is like looking towards the future. And it's right. like, okay, this is great. Within an area, um, uh, within a market that's like, really? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, so that's, that's, that's very interesting for us and hopefully we'll succeed. So in a sense, um, we you know we we haven't just jumped on the bandwagon of machine learning. There was a project that we what we failed in uh, that I failed in, um, hmm. I think personally, um, that we built for a school up in um, up in, uh, in upstate New York that dealt. It was like an Alexa visual Alexa. Oh, interesting. Um, uh, Amazon Echo system yeah, yeah, yeah. for um, the school. And, and, and what it would do is that it would take in all the information about the school, which is a very sustainable school. So there's a lot of data that you can actually pull in from the building management systems. And then you can declare that uh, to the audience. But then oh, the audience is K-5. So right. how do you do that? You have to simplify the, uh, the, the approach, the language that you're utilizing, but then you know, they always say kids are incredibly visual. Yes, they are incredibly visual, but they're also they also love to hear things. Right. So uh, we built the built eight different um, units that hung on the walls, and you could talk to them, and they would um, they would generate quizzes, and mm. um, they would show you more data, and it was it was imp- really impressive. Um, even uh, the the concept was lauded by the uh, the principal's school but the reason why it hasn't worked is because of firewalls. Anyway, this, oh. is, this is partly, I believe it's partly my fault, but, uh, you know, it's also IT that gets involved. <laughs> yeah. But the aspects of machine learning was there because we had to, the system needed to understand a three- to four-year-old right. um, and how they're speaking to the system. Right. You know? And it, that, that's, that was amazing. And so we were like, we got to do this again, but can we do it on a different level? And so this, you know, so when, so... Uh, my team is not new to these items, right. and it's unfortunate. I, I, I'm not going to relay this project yet on 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 <laughs> on, um, on the Pentagram site, uh, but maybe one day uh, they'll forgive me. Um, <laughs> uh, and I really, yeah. honestly mean that. I think they're yeah. fantastic, and uh, somehow I have to have to help them out. But. Um, but then there's always some sort of trials and errors. So the idea of looking towards the future with uh, looking at uh, machine learning processes is, is important. Mm-hmm. Not just having a client that does right. deals with machine right. learning, right? But like the possibility that a client that may not even heard of machine learning AI processes that you yeah, know, can yeah, get yeah, to this um, uh, this particular aspect. So looking towards. That is important
0: to us. I could talk to you about that for another yeah. hour easily. Um, my last question, this is a question that I used to end all of these conversations. And I've really enjoyed kind of hearing you reflect on your own process and kind of what you want out of design. Um, and the the last question is, I'm curious, who are the... People or the books that have really kind of influenced uh, this approach. Are there people you know? If somebody's listening to this and they're like, "I want more of that," where do you point them?
1: You know, um, it just depends upon the day <laughs> okay. and also okay.
0: the conversation. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: there's no major. I sometimes I I bring in you know articles on the Economist or yeah. you know um, or something New Times yeah. or from the Guardian. Um, that that helps um, something. Sometimes I bring in, like a novel that I've just yeah. been reading, yeah. and say, so "Constitute that, that. This is this is interesting. Look at this particular line." These, these are the types of things. That in regards to other designers or other people, um, you know, I think that Yarke um, Ingalls oh, yeah, um, yeah. is interesting. Um, and I know him. Um, the way that, if you look at the way that he presents, he's an inc- incredible presenter. Um, yeah. But not, yeah. not the way he talks, but like the way he breaks things down. It, it's you're actually it, you're actually looking at somebody who fundamentally understands communication, and visual right, communication, right, right, right. Yeah, totally, really, really well. totally. And so when you're trying to, you know, and you start to see some. Familiarities with his stuff that you have, and you're like, that's kind of how a graphic designer would do that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And you're like, holy crap, it actually is. And and in a sense, it's not just him. You look at Rem Coolhouse. Yep. And yeah, yeah. And the things that Ram actually had learned, I would say more from. I, I will say it again, too. I thought, <laughs> yeah. um, is you know, it, yeah. It, there's a, there's a cyclical aspect to these particular principles, and that's just one. Yeah. One. Um, Fragment of things. Um, I, I'm one. I'm a person that doesn't like to be an, uh, like an art director, um, that, um, creative that sits next to a designer and, and then the designer's sitting, right. you know, working uh-huh, away, yeah. and pointing. I don't do that. I was like, um, shift over, because you know I forgot my pen and pad. And um, <laughs> here, let's do this. And right. I, I like to bring up things, yeah. screen, I like to start designing the whole thing so they can actually sit down and have a drink and right. chill out for a bit, because they're yeah. just sitting at the screen for forever. Um, I think it's necessary, um, you know, just yes, yesterday, like 7 o'clock, I was asking our interns, like, hey, you ha- know, um, how's your 3D? Because I, I, I want them, you know, when they come in, I was like, so... Do you know, you know, you know this, you know this, you know this. Do you, have you done any sort of three-dimensional work? And it's mm-hmm. not like the tools. It's really more understanding right. the principle of 3D and the importance of that to the work that we do on a yeah. daily basis. Yeah. And they're like, no. I'm like, okay, we're going to show you. And i like, really? I was like, yeah. Um, you know, you should spend an hour, maybe two, um, shooting the shit at home. Maybe, you know, TV's on and you're mucking about with it. But then you can come in, and if you don't know something, I'm going to show you, right. or one of my team is going to show you how to do it. And so I sat there for an hour, and I started showing them principles, certain principles of
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. of
1: uh, this particular program to a certain degree. But you know, it's fundamental to any anything you do with 3D work, just to get them infused a right. little bit more right. Right. Uh, about it. And I feel as though, you know. That's kind of what I want to do. I, I want. I started off designing, building uh, social networks in nineteen ninety seven.
0: Right. Right. Um,
1: um, moving into motion graphic pieces, mm-hmm, doing mm-hmm. large environmental graphic uh, pieces, um, understanding three dimensional mm-hmm, work mm-hmm. and interaction. Move into cultural work and yeah. I, um, and and so on and so forth. and our corporate work and all. And all that right, combined. everything before, yeah, yeah. And I feel as though um, I want to impress that on yeah my um, uh, my teammates as well. Yeah, I think it's uh, very important. Thus, we can actually have uh, a clear say in all these areas and also be critical within all these areas without sort of um, right. creating some type of interpretation. Like, and, and you have no experience in it whatsoever yeah, yeah. you're talking about it
0: that's total crap I love that I feel like that's a perfect way to end this too it kind of brings this conversation full circle Eddie thank you so much I love this conversation you're I welcome. could keep talking to you <laughs> about this stuff um, thanks for your time thanks for being on the podcast you're
1: welcome yeah, thank you
0: This episode was recorded on July 16th, 2019 in New York City. Our theme music is by Andy Borgasani. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Surface Podcast. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts and at scratchingthesurface.fm. Thanks for listening.